Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to Geekscape episode 103. This is the podcast about movies, video games, and comic books every week. We bring you the latest news and reviews. I'm Jonathan London, and every week I'm joined by a guest who's a specialist in the world of geek. This week I've got Scott Klopfenstein. Klopfenstein? Klopfenstein. Klopfenstein. We've been friends long enough. From uh, Real Big Fish. I um, still, in my cell phone, with your number, I have an approximation of what, when I put the number in, what I thought your last name was kind of be. Mm-hmm. It was. It says like, Couplestein or something like that. It's, that works. It, it's close, but it's definitely not your name. And I've every time I go to call you, I see how <laughs> off I am. This is, dude. I put that number in my phone like, in '05. Yeah, years ago. And so I was like, and so I've never corrected it. Huh. In three plus years, um, and, and I keep I'm telling myself I'm going to two, three times a week. Um, but yeah, uh, Scott is a musician. You guys may know him from a band called Real Big Fish or his own project, The Littlest Man Band. And I think you guys will be hearing more from this man in the future um, as you continue to explore music, which yeah. is something that I'm completely retarded in. I played the stand-up bass in orchestra mm, that's a tough in one. the 7th and 8th grade. I and was always impressed by the stand-up bass. The stand-up bass, you no like that? Frets. No, no, there are no frets. There's no frets. So. True. That is what I played 7th and 8th grade, and I remember I... I had a cello that I brought home to practice on, Seems right? Different. And I would practice on the cello at home, and then I would have the bass, you know, for performances and all like that. But when I was in seventh and eighth grade, you you had to take for one year, seventh grade, you had to take music, and a lot of people just took choir because you didn't have to do an instrument. Some kids took band, which had like the brass instruments, and so that I took orchestra. And orchestra was definitely the lowest tier, as far as what. Yes, yeah, so Laura's over here being like, yeah, it's worse yeah. than band. Yeah. Orchestra was the lowest tier, and I'm. At least you get to march. In but like but I band. but I figured in seventh eighth grade I still had braces and glasses and a maxi mullet. Can you maybe flash a picture of yourself? Yeah. If I, I can find a picture, a you guys can yeah. find. I, I can I can look for the I can look for the. It's like a rat tail. Oh, I had. To um, yeah, that's good. So, uh, I figured orchestra wasn't going to help the chances. It wasn't going to hurt the chances. I might as well do orchestra, right? Yeah. The problem was I knew that high school was coming. And this shit wasn't going to fly. And my orchestra teacher was like, oh, the high school orchestra guy really is excited to have you. You know, you're an okay bass player. It'll be a lot of fun. And the entire time I was like, oh, great, great, great. But in the back of my head, I was like, fuck. I'm getting my braces off. I'm getting my glasses off. And freshman year, I'm hitting that high school in style without the orchestra. I will, I'm quitting orchestra. And I knew it was going to happen. Right? And you see, and you realize now, though, later in life, you look at where you are now, and 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 the geek tendencies are ju- they're just born into you. Yeah, I. You sh- can't you can't change I, who you are. Yeah, it's like you should have like, stayed with the upright bass. Think about you it. Could have been the next Charles Mingus. If, if I would have, or if I would have just taken that bass in like a school of rock, I would have just taken. I would just would have turned it like sideways yeah. and learned to fucking play it like Matt Freeman, who I ended up loving in high school, yeah. or Mike Dirt, or yeah. any of those great pop punk bassist that I loved through high school, I could have been the fucking man. You could have been. You know what I mean? Instead, I was the fucking comic book store jockey. You know what I mean? And 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 did those cha- did me abandoning orchestra or my glasses or braces improve my chances whatsoever in high school? No. 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 So if you guys are listening and uh, you're doing something you think is geeky, just wait it out. Because you... Can't, you can't change who you are. When you were in 7th, 8th grade, when did you first start playing an instrument? Um, I don't know, probably, yeah, like 7th or 8th grade. Probably, I mean, like, I played a lot of things, just didn't know how 
Yeah. Anything attached to your uncle doesn't count okay. as an instrument. So, uh, yeah, probably like sixth, <laughs> seventh, eighth grade. That's when you first started playing musical instruments. And was there that peer pressure in high school, or going into high school, where you're like, okay, chicks. Like, you start thinking chicks for the first time. With all fairness. Keep in mind, you're married now to somebody you went to high school with. It's true. Right. My wife and I have been best friends for 14 years, and, and we got married uh, uh, two and a half years ago, or a little over two years ago. But... Um, I actually went to a school of the arts for high school. Oh, so, so I mean, that like, shit was nerdy. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I actually, my first year I went there was for instrumental music. Like, I stu- I went in to study to be a classical trumpet mm-hmm. player or play jazz. I wanted to play jazz. Mm-hmm. And then I got introduced to ska music, and I was just like, jazz. Yeah. You don't see anybody making up a cool dance to jazz, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, back girls don't wear, back. you know, checkered skirts when they go see... You know, Art Blakey jazz messengers, you know, so, um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I was already, and, and I, I liked the, because uh, when you're in band, see, there's a whole subcategory, I mean, like anybody who's in marching band understands, like, you then are in a certain position to be able to, you, to have the pick of the litter from the drill team mm-hmm. and the tall flags. Yeah, but, the color guard. Color really? guard. But uh, in, in now an orchestra, something in orchestra, about a girl who knows how to spin rifles. Now, now, now an orchestra. I had my my pick from the Chinese or the Japanese. We'll see. In 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 that was either the violinist or the violist. See, you should have gone what, into high school. Viola? High school is when you got into you know you go to football games. There was the band yeah. The orchestra doesn't the... play. See, the orchestra doesn't play mm-hmm. the fucking sports. You know what I mean? Were mm. you in band, Ben? Uh, okay, band. you were in marching band. Yeah. What, what did you play, Ben? I played all the saxophones. You played sa- saxophones. Fucking mm. cool. Yeah. You could have been in less than Jake. Yeah. Except, except for the fact that we didn't like. I was always jealous of the trumpets in marching band because they got to do the gauntlet. Mm. You know that cool move where they're almost knocking each other's heads. What's, oh, yeah. what's the gauntlet? I. It's I'm that. Just, boom, oh, it's boom, where you're doing all the. Okay. The yeah. stuff like uh, you're going. Dun, 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 yeah, there's a whole. Dun, 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 whole. I'm just gonna do the Texas. I was in the University fifth, of Texas. I thing. was the, I was in the when I was in Philadelphia in high school. We were the number five marching band in the country. Holy and shit! And then I moved out to Seattle, where I thought like I just wanted to do marching band and acting. That's what I wanted to do okay. in my life. So we found Woodenville because they had a good marching band, supposedly, and a good acting program. Luckily, their acting program was great because the marching program like. We walked out onto the field and then played a music and then walked off the field. Like there was no patterns. There was no nothing impressive. Nothing impressive. Things that lit your fire. Exactly. There was no band camp, which is, you know. Band camp is one... it, is it as rumored? Oh yeah. The band, band camp, camp is, is it just like a else. it's just like a fucking cesspool. Only yeah, but only for like the juniors and seniors. I found. Okay. Like they hooked up with each other, but like the under. The undergrad didn't get any scraps. Any scraps on the table. Is fun. Now was band school that you went to all like that? No, no, no. All the time, twenty four seven bang bus. Well, no, because I only did my my freshman year. Okay. But I will say I had. I mean, and here's something interesting if you think about it. I had three girlfriends my freshman year. Three, count them. I didn't have a girlfriend until my senior year. Then after my freshman year, nothing. Oh. No girlfriends my sophomore, junior, or senior year. At all. Nothing. We were mirror images. I couldn't. I I, I tried. I don't know what was wrong. Did you Um, have the cool beard? I I did not have the beard. And I rocked sideburns my senior year. Uh, I have yet to be able to grow full facial hair. 
I could do like the Mexi stuff, like the Mexican stuff. Like maybe you go tea you're doing or like. Well for yourself, though. Yeah, yeah Laura's okay. a sweetheart. Do you? Does it comfort you that Laura and Tika are getting along nice. in the other room? We've talked about this before because they're both involved with professional children. <laughs> now uh, we don't have a movie. Usually on Geekscape we review a movie, but last week, as you noticed, we got five movies that we reviewed because it was like the end of the, of the year spectacular yeah, yeah. where all the movies come out. So we will talk about being in a relationship with someone who's not a, a grown woman because because <laughs> you, you're you're a huge geek in the oh, reading yeah. and music and stuff like that, and you guys know me. Uh, Laura and I'm guessing Tika aren't into that stuff at all I, like they'll do it through us like they'll read whatever we recommend or whatever but tika is it's not in the blood tika is an angel when it comes to certain things like that she's patient she's very very patient and the thing we're working on right now is uh uh getting her onto oh no they're, they're listening yes of okay. course is uh um is getting her into battlestar oh you're getting her into battlestar i'm working it's 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 difficult it's a slow process oh. Did I get um, you into Battlestar Galactica? No, 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 my dear man, no. Really? No. You were watching that before me? Um, no, actually, you know what? By Jove, you did. And actually, it wasn't you. It was indirect. So. Through it Geek's was Kid. Kevin Smith. Oh, got it, got it. It was the Kevin Smith interview. Of, on Geek Drum. On Geek Drum. And I went, oh, I've got to check this show out. Got it. So, And then I have introduced, therefore, introduced uh, uh, my entire band. Okay. But not everyone has taken to it. But there are, there, we're all excited about December 16th. Yeah. Have you been watching these webisodes that they have on sci-fi.com? I just got, I just started watching them. I watched the first three or four, mm -hmm. whatever was up at first. And they follow Gaeta? Yeah. Is, he's gay. He's, he's gay now. He what? is. Well, Gaeta was like, always gay. Yeah, Gaeta was totally gay. Right. I mean, and the funny thing is. But is, you see his, like, cybernetic peg leg, on, uh, like, uh, now. You see, yeah. oh, on these webisodes on sci-fi.com, they're show, they're like, Showing you like a little storyline with Gaeta and how he gets stranded. Right. And I gotta tell you, on Battlestar Galactica, I wouldn't get on a small ship. Because every time you jump, you're gonna appear somewhere, you're gonna wink up and be like, <gasps> where's the fleet? That is every time you get in one of those freaking raptors. Every time. And that's how this storyline is. It's them blink winking up and being like, <gasps> where's the fleet? Except for when like, they were bouncing, except for when they were jumping through the nebula. Oh shit. They, just, I mean, they lost. They lost more large ships than they did of the small, like mm -hmm. Raptors and Vipers, mm -hmm. when they were going through the Nebula on the way to the. Um, yeah, they went to some shit. Yeah, when they were going, well, when they were going to see the eyes of the lion or the the lion's eyes. Or, oh. Yeah. And then Chief started acting weird. He's always acting. Weird. And then you know, I didn't know that the Silence were so into Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, that that was that a little, was a bit of. For me, that was that was some fridge being nuked, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't think Battlestar Galactica in the fourth season was good, and I'm I will watch the rest of Battlestar Galactica, but I am not anticipating it to knock my socks off, because for me, it's already kind of heroed out a little bit. You are still watching Heroes. I, I am still watching Heroes. What? If I spit on your so face, out, if I spit, out, it's okay. Out. Okay, L Laura, you Laura, you gotta understand. You gotta understand why. Laura, you have to understand his low self-esteem. I have much less to do with my life than other people. Are you watching Heroes with them? No, she has. She's not. I, I don't subject Fuck her to that, that at shit. all. Um, 
But I, I, I am also watching Heroes. I read, uh, but I did read. I feel betrayed. I read uh, that after they're done with this whole nonsense, they've got a new story uh, editor, he and Look he's talking so about bringing it back to... Yeah, you guys need to... Um, get over here. Oh, am I moving away? Yeah. Um, he's talking about bringing it back to characters instead it's of, like, yeah, complete global doom and gloom, like, personal conflicts and, and the story. The guy from Pushing Daisies. Character development. Right. Yeah, the guy from... Pr Brian uh, Fuller. Brian Fuller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Laura, like Laura's over here yelling. Better, what? Better wife syndrome. Like, how oh, many totally. times are you gonna let Mister yeah. Tim? Cream. Uh, yeah. Right. Go fuck someone else and come back to you. Fuck someone else, come back to you, and then be like, no, this time it's gonna be different. We're really gonna focus on it. Right. You no, know what? I hear you. You have betrayed me so many times, Tim. That we're it's over. The good we're news is the good yeah. news is that that Tika can now run off with whoever she wants, and Scott will accept her back into his life so no, that's probably true. so uh lo you guys can go to a strip club now laura you will not be coming home <laughs> yeah because girls go to strip clubs i know hey hey chippendales don't pay for itself ladies somebody had to have gone there all right the rescue rangers yeah <laughs> i'm dead is that the okay. with, with gadget or gidget gidget gadget 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 kind of hot Oh, you know, you know, the female in Rescue Rangers is that her name? Gidget? Gadget. 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 That there is a website someone sent Shut me up. where he's I don't know. in love with her. If you guys Google Gadget Love, Gadget Fascination, ga Gadget love. Crush, there is a dude, and this this is really creepy. Someone sent it to me. And it's really freaking creepy. This guy, I don't know where he lives, but he's an older guy, 40s, 50s, who is in love with Gadget from Rescue Rangers, oh, has drawn awesome. Gadget pornography. Ooh, that's not crazy awesome. And has asked his wife, maybe girlfriend, I'm hoping to wear a neither, Gadget costume. To do like Gadget shit. And she supports his Gadget fixation. I think she's someone he purchased on the internet. Now, does he just, but, does he fantasize himself as like Chipper Dale or as like her as dad? As himself or, or as, as Monterey Jack? No, 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 Monterey no, 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 Jack, her dad. No, no. Yeah. He envisions himself as a human having sex with an like anthropomorphic mouse. Okay. Well, I how will could you do that? Because, uh, okay. and I, I find myself conflicted. It would only be fun once, then you'd Since kill you'd it. explode. No, I mean, I find myself conflicted because there's the one oh, side dude, of me that's just like. You haven't seen the website. No, I haven't seen the website. Where I support the the bizarre, you know, like furries. Like I'm I'm way behind all that. Like anything people got to do, like as long as it doesn't harm John's their neighbor not. and it's all like. <laughs> as you guys know, I yeah. I th do not like furries. I do not. Like I do not like them. But um, but yeah. Then when it gets into the like drawing of like, dude, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling down this blog, reading it, and it's fascinating because it's just messed up. It's the geek equivalent of like a really messed up Jerry Springer situation yeah and i'm watching this and i'm like oh my god this is the most fringe of society stuff i've ever read and as i'm scrolling down i'm looking at this i find myself like scrolling down and seeing a drawing of like gadget from rescue rangers i am having trouble saying this and she's like flicking her bean and it's a cartoon bean and it's like of a jj cartoon for jaja jaja and I am, and I'm like watching this, and a part of my brain is snapping because the synapses are having problems connecting because I can't comprehend how anybody is this fucked up. But to each their own is what I ultimately have to say. I mean, yeah. it's not 
an image of a little kid. Like it's not a photograph of a, of an actual kid. Or an it, actual it, mouse, for that matter. Or an actual mouse. It's right. it's nothing illegal. It's this strange fantasy thing, and mm. in part of it, it just felt really. Are there tender moments? I'm sure. Like, like where, I, like, like where he like, wants to do stuff with gadgets? her like, with like cuddle gadgets? Like her singing across, like like uh, like a perspective drawing of her singing across the candlelit dinner table, I don't and know, like man. looking and I like, don't know. like paying attention to what he's saying, and he sits there <laughs> and he's like. I had such a great time today at the uh, park when we were, you know, and, and you here. fed the birds. God, I love you. I don't you know, know that man. kind of thing. It, it wasn't on the freaking website, man. That this thing was. He needs like a really nice, like airbrushed painting, maybe on um, on velvet. That shit was nice. Like sitting across the dinner table, fireplace in the background. See, now I just want to see that quail. I'm saying like Google you know, this stuff. Bottle of wine. You're not gonna find that. You're gonna find the flicking right. the bean. Well, yeah. I, and it's... I'm just reaching out to the guy. Like, bring some tenderness into it. I understand. The and you'll make it less creepy. Got it. Yeah, just bring some tenderness. Like, take it's your. It's not all about lust. Take your fantasy. Full force. It, it's like the kind of stuff that pops up on the Geekscape forums every now and then. And it's like, what, you know, you get a thread that's like, what cartoon character would be hot? Or would you bang? Or whatever. Nah, you, you it takes you. that and it makes it a whole freaking thing. Yeah. Makes it a lifestyle. This is a, having a website dedicated to it is a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. I mean, what was the one that when I first got on the site, there was this, the huge one about, um, Oh, I can't remember who it was now off the top of my head. Like Ariel it, from Little Mermaid? No, 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 no. It was uh, Gina Gershon. It okay. started with Gina Gershon. Oh, who would you, would you tap that? Would you tap, right, would you tap that? that? It was Gina Gershon or Catherine Keener, right? Yeah. Was the was the comparison, and that thing went on. Oh, like, it's still going. Catherine uh, Keener. It, it, it's it, still going. Let, let me tell you guys about the website, because our website's been down. Our, our forums oh, yes, have been down. Oh uh, yes, I've, I've been getting the emails from our do dedicated you, listeners. Do you find yourself accidentally clicking on your on your uh, bookmark for the forums and oh, then all the getting time. all sad? Like I, every out of habit, I click on the bookmark. It's not there. Here's what's here's it's what been down for so long yeah, that no. Google now shows it as suspended. Yeah, here's wow. here here yeah. here's what happened. Because as of this, it's been up. Uh, what happened was <laughs> we we designed our entire site around the vanilla software forum like forum software. Vanilla and all of our members are part of it. So there's a database for users. There's a database for the information that's in the threads. There's a database for our news stories, and there's a database for our articles that Gilmore has been getting people to write. There's a lot of databases, but I guess Vanilla, as a piece of software, doesn't scale properly. So I haven't been too upset about what happened because it's a good problem. We've grown so quickly nice. that. The forums, as more and more people started going on them, didn't scale properly and made a lot of demand queries to the to the server because it's not caching. Right, right, right. Because it, it worked queries. for it worked it worked for a little bit of people. Now that it's a lot of bit of people, it's not working as well. It's the queries. It's and bringing. The scaling. The, <laughs> I'm following. It's, it's just pulling a lot of information down every time anybody goes to any of the sites. So we're probably gonna have to change forum software. What am I doing? Yeah, watch your mic. Okay. We're probably going to end up having to change forum software. We're probably going to have to change forum software in something that uh, can handle a lot of people. I don't mind paying for it. From there, because we built our entire website around it. Because you guys are worth it. It's probably an investment for a new website or something. You know what I mean? But we'll cross that bridge. Up till then, we'll just 
cache the website a little bit so that you, you, you'll be posting, you may not see things load up for five minutes or you, you may not see your comment come up for five minutes. It's because it's only doing one general refresh rather than a refresh every time Big Yanks posts fucking pictures, okay? <laughs> so if you want to blame one man, blame Big Yanks and blame the, you know, you can blame me because I'm so charismatic as a host and as an internet draw that we, we have, have grown so quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna go nuts. Scott, you Actually, are yeah, you are one of you are oh. one of the most popular. Is that for people, reals? People love you, buddy. Oh, come on, you were the funnel fish conversation. You were the funnel fish, fish conversation. This is funnel fish. That is his nickname. Oh. That, no, I did know that. I thought that, that 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 was from that uh, you were the one who found the funnel fish. No, but I was I like, I thought that was Dan's brother. That was Dan's brother. So guys, um, Inglorious Bastards. This is Quentin Tarantino's oh, upcoming yes. movie. Has a release date, August twenty first, two thousand nine. So it looks like it's going to. Uh, it's going to be after all the summer blockbusters, and it's going to be kind of in that. I'm kind of surprised by this because I think it can go up against the tough big names of summer, or it can go up against the tough award season people of late fall, December. You know what I mean? But for some reason, they've put it in late August. Right. That whole August September period where sometimes it's like a dumping ground. Right. You know what? It's gonna eat like crazy in that. It's like putting a, a monster in a village in that point because it's only gonna compete against you know some of the other studio dumped movies. So that's a smart move. Are you excited to see a new Quentin Tarantino movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy Death Proof? Because that's the last time we saw him. You like it? I did. Okay. Um, but I I like dialogue heavy nonsense like. You know what I mean? Like that movie, I like that there was, like, because it, it's tension building. As ridiculous. For you. For me. For me, the only tension was I wanted to leave the theater. Right. No, I know a lot of people didn't. I mean, I will say I got far more. Um, satisfaction? Satisfaction out of uh, Planet Terror. Like, I felt, I mean, yeah. like, Cause it Planet moves, Terror was, baby, was, it moves. was on point with everything. Like, weird plot, like, skipping over weird plot things that all of a sudden, you know, you don't need to know. you Because you don't really care. Right. You're like, oh, he's L, you know. Um, what was his name? He's the, the main character. Yeah, the Got main. It. Yeah. So L. Ray. L. Ray, that was it, you know. and, and the, but, um, but there was something I still really enjoyed about, um, I like chicks that kick ass, too. No, I, I I like Inglorious Bastard or, or that's um, Planet Terror, Death Proof. I like Quentin Tarantino. That one just right. so off the mark for me. Um, will I be there opening ah. night for Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, I will. Right. Looking forward to it. Um, that being said, that's 09. What are some of the things that you enjoyed in 08? I made a list. I think the dog's like wrecking the other room. I made a whole list. Oh shit. Uh oh. I asked Scott to make a, a list of things he enjoyed in 08. I had to put it on a computer because my memory is terrible. I've got a memory, and but because, mainly only for mu for movies. Right, and because no. 08 was a rough year for everything, I feel. It's a death of the cool. Music so was not cool fun. Music sucked. Yeah. I felt like, and we were talking about this earlier, is it's like I put together my favorites of 08, like t top 10 of 08, but I feel like they were kind of everybody's because everything else was garbage. There was only one movie that off the top of my head I didn't get a chance to see that I really wanted to see and that was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, that one's really... JCVD is a lot of good. I wanted to see that so badly. The, By the way, I just want to 
You've got the Last Supper Battlestar Galactica wallpaper. Um, no one can see, no one can see it. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's awesome. Anyway, what you got? Um, as far as albums, like I ended up listening to that Punchline album a lot. Just say oh, yes. Yeah. The other thing I listened to was Steel Train. Oh yeah, yeah. Trampoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the two albums that came out this year that I really enjoyed. Um, as far as music. Looks like here you have a top of an 08 list. Is yeah. he leaning off of the camera again, or he's good? Am I Okay. 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 There are no actual order because I just kind of went. Eh, yeah. I went okay. through my iPod, but um, music. What What do you got? There are Doctor Dog band called Doctor Dog. We ran an album called our, our own very own Noel Nocciolo. Yes. Published a story for us about the Doctor Dog album. album. Great album. I actually really like the Radiohead record in Rainbows. Okay. It took me a little while to get into, but it, it sounds beautiful. And then when they released the uh, the from the basement stuff, and I saw them actually do a lot of those songs live, I remembered like, oh yeah, Radiohead is a band, and they do do these things like themselves. It's not all computers and weirdness. Like they actually play this stuff, and so that brought me back. Um, Vampire Weekend. That's on a lot of lists. Yeah. I thought but it should that was, be. It was a fun, fun record. It's catchy. It was interesting. Um, yeah, it felt like somebody paid attention to what they were doing and tried to bring something new and inventive. Um, all American Rejects. Why, why is All American Rejects on your list? I just love. I just, no. I'm kidding. Um, there's a Canadian band called Destroyer. Yeah. And they put out a record called Trouble in Dreams, which. Brandon Bales is a huge Destroyer fan. You guys know him from the guy I cast and singled him. We just yeah. played a lot of the Left for Dead yesterday. He loves Destroyer. Destroyer's great. They were the first time I'd heard of him. Okay, well, the, the lead singer from Destroyer is also in um, The New Pornographers. Okay. So he's a part of that big, like, Canadian underground indie thing that's happening with, um, who else? Well, I mean, he also has a band called Swan Lake. Okay. With the guy from, oh, what's that? It's all Canadian? Band. Yeah, it's all Canadian, but it's great. Um, you Neil Young released an album called Sugar Mountain, which is live at Canterbury House, which is an old record, which is beautiful. Um, Erica Badu released New America, part one, which reminded me of like old school. Miles Davis was married to this woman named Betty Davis. Okay. Did she have and eyes? She was, yeah, she had beautiful eyes. And she was like crazy, like uh, uh, a really amazing, funky band that would just play these great funky parts and she would riff over them like in this really raspy kind of like and really funky stuff <laughs> but uh, not I mean obviously it sounded much better than that but yeah so Erica Badu put out this record called New America Part 1 Fourth World War that I think was really well done it's fun um, it's funky and I mean there's a tune on there where it's just her singing along with a trumpet wow. just her and it's like who does that you could have done that I you play trumpet and you sing yeah um, Why did you do that? Sing like scat or yeah, she's like scatting with it, and oh, it's just nice. beautiful. I can scat. Um, DJ Shadow and Cut Chemist put out another record together called The Hard Cell. For those people who were fans of like product placement and brain freeze and stuff like like this record is a trip. You have to listen to it. They don't make a lot of records that you have to listen to front to back anymore. Mm -hmm. They just don't because nobody's making. Uh, uh, They're just making singles, right? This record you have to listen to it front to back because if you listen to it in little sections, it's not going to make sense. It doesn't. It won't make any sense. Um, that was really well done. A friend of mine's band called Force Field On put out a record called Lipsill. What is this? Or Lipspill. Okay. What is that? Uh, and I don't know. It's just it's a it's a. Um, What's the music like? It's kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of its own thing. It's very. 
fun with it's got a horn section with it which i like but it's not ska music but it's it's really well written indie sort of but not really i don't know it's you liked it though i loved it okay well, i loved it um i used to be the the lead singer and songwriter is um the guy who he used to play in littlest man band who's that was jesse wilder and he was also the lead singer and songwriter for Teen Heroes, if anybody remembers oh, Teen yeah, Heroes. Oh, yeah, I love Teen Heroes. Um, which was a great, great band. Um, we he was also in the band Radio. with me. So he's, he's like my writing partner for in years. In college radio, back in Penn, we used to play the Teen Heroes all the time. Yeah, great band. I always wondered what happened to those bands. Yeah, he's right, doing okay. Force Field On, which is great. Uh, Dweezil Zappa did a thing over the past, has been doing a thing over the past couple of years, but they finally released it on a CD. It's Zappa Plays Zappa. And I'm a him big, doing his father's music? Right. And normally I would be totally against that, but they do a really good job of it. I mean, they do it as like a museum piece. Like, they, they keep very, very true to what Frank's arrangements and actually Dweezil learned to play like his dad. So he plays more in the solo style of Frank instead of his own, like, crazy noodling, which he gets into, but you're not disappointed. What's your dad do? My dad... Um, well, let's see. Cause he I was, was an Imagineer about... for 13 years. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. For Disney? For Disney, yeah. He was an Imagineer? Yeah. Well, that's fucking cool, yeah, man. Was, yeah, we got in design for free for a lot. Our listener, Ivan Kander, just blew his lid. Wow. He probably He's the biggest yeah. Disney Imagineer. Yeah, my dad worked his, for his, Disney for his, a long time. His nickname on the forums is Imagineer99. I mean, this wow. kid loves the Disney stuff. Yeah. Um, Did you ever hear Dweezil and Ob had Zappa's cover of Britney Spears? No. Back in like '99. Any good? It was crazy. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's those a, two cats. Maybe one more time. That's crazy. And then last on the list, number what ten, Randy Newman, Harps and Angels. Just a beautiful, beautiful journey back to original, like beautiful classic songwriting. Like lyrically, it's amazing. There's a song also on there called "In Defense of Our Country," which was online for a little while, and um, where he he talks about like loving LA. Well, he talks about. The fact that, Toys. you know, the United States has been getting judged pretty harshly by the rest of the world. And and to a certain point, rightfully so. But everybody, you know, there's a lot of Western countries that have uh, a, a few tyrants in their past. You know, right. so he goes through this entire kind of history lesson of the, the, the past tyrants of Europe. And so, but at the end, he can, brings it back to like this kind of sweet place. He's like, you know, we know we're not that great, but, you know, what we, he's like, we know we've, how does he say Super Action Man would approve of this. Yes. He says, I know that we no longer, you know, can count on you as allies, but right now what we could really use is a friend. It was like, oh, that's nice. Tender. It's not going to work. No. But... Tommy bastards. So, so that was the music. Movies, Do we have time for the rest of yeah, it? Yeah, talk movies. You liked Burn After Reading. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. I, I don't know that if was it's great. Really, I, I think it's great. I didn't know what kind of movie category that was. They just invented their own once again. Because it wasn't a comedy. It was. It, wasn't the, a sp- it was like their it take. It was like their take on a spy movie. Like yeah. a, the, yeah. the 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 um, the Dark Knight you have on there. Of course. I think, and I'll tell you this right now. And uh, if I was making my list of top movies of oh eight, number one mm-hmm. isn't the Dark Knight. It's Iron Man. Oh and, yeah. And, and I'll tell you why. As much, and I was thinking about it. As important of a movie as Dark Knight was, and as much money as it made. I would actually argue that Iron Man was a more important movie because it was the beginning of Marvel's relationship with Paramount as a distributorship in that that was them as an independent studio using bank money to to you know in a you know in a recession they were using an investment from a bank to finance their own movies right nobody knew it was going to work 
with Paramount Distributing, and it established Marvel as an independent studio. Warner Brothers can make a shitload of money. Oh, yeah. It's still Warner Brothers. It, they're, they're enormous. And, until, you know, and, and as much money as Fox takes from them for making Watchmen, they're still Warner Brothers. They're still huge. Nobody knew that Marvel's, like, that, that Marvel's initiative as a studio, as an independent studio, was going to work right. until Iron Man came out. That was huge news that Iron Man made oh, money. Yeah. He was a B-level character in the public's eyes. He wasn't Spider-Man. He's not the Hulk. He didn't have the following that anybody else is. A lot of people didn't know who Iron Man was. The movie comes out, it's successful, and it establishes Marvel as a player. And it establishes that independent model as something that's already paid for itself. Now Marvel has carte blanche to continue with more risks. They can make a Thor movie. They can make whatever they want. Right. Um, they can. Use, it opens up their entire... You know, they immediately went and... They can make a crappy Hulk. Well, I didn't think the Hulk was bad, but they immediately went... And said, okay, we're going to make a Runaways movie. You know, they announced Runaways and stuff like that. So it, it gave them the freedom to just open up the, uh, the Marvel vault and say, we're going to make money off of all these characters. Doctor Strange, we're going to make a Doctor Strange movie. Um, things that weren't initially, uh, like if somebody else had handled, mm-hmm. like, so, like Sony handling Daredevil, right. it doesn't become a success. Marvel handling it with the independence that Iron Man gave them yeah. is something that... Dark Knight, Dark Knight just made Warner Brothers more money. Right. That's it. As phenomenal as the movie was, it didn't change the landscape. No, true. Very true. That's what I'm saying. Iron Man changed the landscape. It established a brand new studio. Oh, yeah. Working the way they wanted to with the characters they owned. And now Hollywood has to look out. Right. New players in the game. That's why I say Iron Man was the movie that this year changed the most. Yeah, as Hollywood far as Hollywood goes. Oh yeah, that's why it's the number one movie on my list. And it's these aren't in order. But so, you've but got you've got there. it in there. Yeah, you've yeah. also got Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You got Futurama, The Beast of the Billion Backs. Love that movie. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you say that. I love. A lot of people don't like that one. Really? Like oh, Fender's that one was so great. The first one, I really like that one. I mean, I like them all. Like, okay. I, seriously, like you, I can't get enough Futurama. Even bad Futurama is good Futurama to me. Um, because I, I have so much respect for the writers for that show. We have one of those. Du- we have those geniuses. dudes on our show. We have the director. We have the director on our show. I remember. That's and that's where I first heard about actually that they were putting out the the, the movies. And you've got Hellboy two, mm-hmm. Golden Army. I just thought it was fun. Okay. It was fun to watch. It was fun. Had I had like some Ron- pacing Ron- issues as far yeah, as I'm concerned. I will agree with you there. You've got Kung Fu Panda, which I thought was the the. You know what? If if well, Kung Fu Panda ends up winning the animation Oscar over Wally. As much as I love those movies equally, I'm okay. You know, I'm okay with so, it. I will. I will. I will agree. Mm, I don't know. Wally was. I didn't mean to say it like that either. Wally. Wally. Um, you just went to a happy place. Yeah, but that movie. God, I love. I, I just love Pixar. Right. Because actually, in that movie, they came out and they pulled no punches. They weren't apologetic about anything. They were just like, "We're not gonna sugarcoat it." This is what's going on. This is how we feel. And right. they made a political and, 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 and ec- uh, ecological statement. And um, I thought that that was awesome to see somebody do with a cartoon platform again. Mm-hmm. There, were, there were a lot of kids. I mean, like, we got... They took a risk of telling a silent movie for 30 minutes. Yeah, totally. That as well. You know, I mean, just like... You know, and I, th- I, f- I felt like the characters were totally engaging. Phenomenal storytelling. You know. Can you um, imagine, like, anybody with human actors telling a story for 30 minutes silent? Yeah. How? Mel Brooks did it with silent movie. Right, but I mean, 
come on, like like uh, you gonna is it is it gonna earn no, no. is it gonna earn Wally no, numbers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and uh, I mean, and the anime just the animation by itself. There's the shot of Wally. They get really close, and you see the fatigue and the metal, and yeah. just I was just like. I always, and I always do this. Anytime I see one of the movies, I flash back and I go, I remember when my uncle got tabletop Pong. Right. Like, that was computer graphics. And that was like the extent, you know what I mean? And then when Lawnmower Man came out, remember that? Oh, all, dude. Whoa, what? You know, and, and then, I mean, even, even still with, with, I, I, when with I mean it's it's very different, but with Jurassic Park, when you first saw those dinosaurs, Jurassic Park holds up, man. I mean, seriously, I don't think anything has come really that close to making me go, did they really make that? I mean, like, yeah, when you first see those the, the trees, you know, it's like, where's the goat? Yeah, and you're like, holy shit, that Tyrannosaurus thing, that was a that was a but, statement. Um, you've got two comedies on there, Pineapple Express and Tropic Thunder. Right, I like Pineapple sure. Express because I used to smoke pot. Okay. And it just appeals to the stone. No, tra- Pineapple Express, I saw twice in the theater. I really yeah. enjoyed Pineapple Express. A lot Express. of people did not like that movie. Like, people that I, I respect their opinion, too. And people just like, that movie Tropic sucked. Thunder. And I was like... I liked it a lot. See, I like that movie better than Tropic Thunder. Really? I like both. Yeah. I, I, them both. I can see how they're both on their list. Um, and uh, for me, Tropic Thunder, I thought, was just because I love that sort of movie, like war... I like war movies, and I like everybody in it. And then Tom Cruise sent me over the top. But. The, um... The awards movies, the the one thing you don't have on your list is like the awards movies. You know right. what I mean? And the ones I really enjoyed were, uh, I would say my choices because you know Iron Man's my number one. Right, right. Dark Knight is definitely in there, but that's a movie I thought was twenty minutes too long. Um, as far as awards movie, I gotta say Slumdog Millionaire is my favorite. Just saw that. Yeah, the story of VJ is compelling. <laughs> I call it Slumdog Millionaire, parentheticals. The story of VJ, VJ's VJ journey, Care. VJ's journey, VJ right. Care. VJ um, I say that one. Um, as far as performances go, I'm between Vicky Rourke in The Wrestler and Franklin Jella. Didn't get around to seeing it. I really yeah. wanted to. And Franklin Jella and, and Frost Nixon. And, Didn't get around to see that either. And effects. I want Benjamin Button. Haven't seen it yet. Even yet. though that's a movie that last week we talked, submit. You know, compromises a bit of character for scope. Um, the worst movies of the year you wanted to oh, talk about. I didn't well, have what a else list, did you get? Oh, oh, I, had, I had New you, Species. Whoa, you got New Species? Yeah. What is that? Um, that was a new category that I decided for, you know, best new species. Yeah. Is, uh, and But unfortunately, a lot of the websites I went to, they didn't have... Um, a previously unknown species, species of, of Uakari monkey was found during recent hunting trips in the Amazon. I couldn't find a picture of that guy. Okay. But what I did find was that... <laughs> in the, September, a comb jellyfish... Was found. It trips the light fantastic as it pulls off a heron island in Australia. That's a cool looking jellyfish. Re- is that the jellyfish that killed Will Smith in Seven Pounds? Spoiler warning. Oh! Um, what else was there? A new species of giant clam has been discovered in the Red Sea. Now, is that a woman during her time of the month? That That's is exactly clam? what it that is. That is a giant clam. Yeah. Oh. And so I, fi- I got the picture, so I the figured you could give, put these on the thing when the we. The Red Sea. Oh, okay. Had that joke. Um, but what, would, what but was that joke, Ben, if you will, for the camera? That's stretching it. Yeah, yeah. not good, not good. But not good. at the very end of my best of two, I want to say farewell. Uh, the year 2008 saw the demise of the, how would you say that? Baiji. Baiji, or Chinese River Dolphin, uh, which was formerly known as the world's most endangered... Uh, um, Cetacean. Um 
cetacean, which is it doesn't exist anymore. So I wanted to say. Um, it, Bottlenose dolphin. Sorry, sorry, we ended you. Bottlenose dolphin. We're still or, or Chinese river dolphin. We are still holding out hope that they will find an undiscovered valley in which you are still alive. Maybe they just left which a which happened. Like in yeah, like in, in yeah. yeah hitchhikers, which is you know so long and thanks for all the fish possibly. You know that they found a valley where motherfucking insects and shit they thought were in, was instinct. They found uh, uh, extinct. They found all these. Did you read that news story? No. I, if it was more interesting, I would have brought it to you in detail. <laughs> if we cared, we would have. I'm still waiting for them to find like the the land before time, like valley, like the freaking land of the lost. You just want a chaka. I want. Well, I have a chaka. I want to see the dinosaurs. Um, comic books. Let's get through comic books real quick. Uh, you guys are fans of Ed Brubaker. He wrote Sleeper really and Sean Phillips. Comic books. Because I didn't really. Do you really so need much. to pee? Because we're almost. We're rocking. Are we rocking? Okay, we're rocking. You were the first guest in 103 <laughs> episodes to be like, "Can we stop to pee?" I had like so much tea today. Look at his face, video like, listeners. He really, he really wants to pee. You're not peeing. Okay. Um, yep. you guys know Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. Yeah, they're the guys who did Sleeper. They're doing Criminal for uh, Marvel Icons imprint. Marvel's icon imprint. Criminals. Are you reading Criminal? Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Oh, dude, no. it's great. It's like a. It's like a crime. It's like a great crime novel in comic book form. They've been doing Criminal for about two years. It's one of the best comics on the on the stands. Mm. It's it's like pulpy crime stories, like oh, the cool. Dame walked into my life type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of guys doing really bad decisions and trying to work their way out of it to skirt the law. It's really, really good crime writing. Sounds good. In comic book form. As long as there's bad decisions involved, well, I'm there. They just came out with a, a new series, which is like the sister to Criminal, called Incognito, and it's about a villain in the Witness Protection Program. Same team, same great writing, same really good, good drawing, and uh, basically this is about a villain who has turned state's evidence on his employer. He's a villain within a criminal organization. He turns state evidence on the guy who runs the organization, which is a bunch of super villains. They bust it, but this guy goes into witness protection. They start giving him pills to dampen his uh, superpowers, so he's no longer a supervillain. They put him in like a menial job as like a file clerk, and... He can't take it. He loved the rush of being a supervillain. He, 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 as a supervillain, he learned that society was a bunch of BS. And, you know, it's a bunch of people watching TV and loving the media. And the media is controlled. So they keep people, you know, oppressed. And because he was a supervillain and experienced crime and the rush of all that, Having this menial job doesn't do it for him. He starts to take drugs. He starts to uh, take stuff to kind of, uh, you know, just get through the day. The drugs start to counteract these drugs that they've given him to suppress his powers. He finds out that his powers are back. Mm. And he's like, oh shit, i got to keep this quiet. Or they're going to throw me in jail with the, everybody who wants to kill me who I turn state evidence on. Right, right, right. So what does he do? He becomes a superhero. There's an ex-villain. He's gone through, 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 he's gone through witness protection, and while in witness protection, finds out his powers are there, and so he becomes a superhero, and uh, it's really smart writing. It sounds like a really high concept thing, but the writing of Ed Brubaker is really damn good. His characterization is phenomenal, and these guys as a team work great. So, if you guys are looking for, it's called Incognito. If you guys are looking for a new book, that issue number one is on the stands now, and uh, you will not regret it. Um... Green Lantern, uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about 
how now there's lanterns for every for like seven colors of the spectrum building up to blackest night where the bad guys are there this last green lantern introduces the blue lanterns who are hope hmm. green lantern those guys are like will power you know like pink, like, like right um there's sapphire which is love right mm -hmm. and then there's the rage which is just rage they're red, red and then yellow is fear as it would be and now you've got the blue lanterns who are hope, hope. and you and, and they kind of work as allies to the green lanterns mm -hmm. but they find themselves there's only two of them they're just starting they want to recruit hal jordan as their leader so they want hal jordan to leave the green lanterns and join the blue lanterns and that that's the problem because green lanterns you know hal's like Dude, I'm a fucking Green Lantern. I'm a badass. Hope is a little too lovey-dovey for me. Not only that, I think you have to be a little more realistic than just hope, which is the which is the the problem with these Blue Lanterns is housing. So yes, they've got a good healthcare plan. We've been we've been recommending Green Lantern for the longest time. Uh, it looks like this Road to Blackest Night is gonna be big. Uh, so that that's happening. Iron Man is a fugitive. Have you been following this? I've stopped with Iron okay. Man. Okay, let me tell you what happened. The scrolls invaded. They became... They infiltrated the Marvel Universe. All the teams had a scroll on them. Right. Now that the scroll invasion is over and Norman Osborn's in charge of Hammer, which is replaced S.H.I.E.L.D. Norman Osborn, that's the Green Goblin. It's right, not right, a good right. idea. He's now been like, oh, who is responsible for the Registration Act and who is responsible for letting the scrolls infiltrate us? Tony Stark. Fucking Iron Man. So now Iron Man is looked at as a villain. Uh, Tony Stark's not cool with Norman Osborn running things. So as he's cleaning out his desk, kind of, and getting all the Stark tech out of S.H.I.E.L.D., handing it over so that it can become Hammer, he takes the superhuman database, the superhuman registration database of everybody who's come forward as a superhero, and he puts it in his brain. You got that? And Norman Osborn, who's a villain, before, before this is what's great about this last issue of Iron Man. It sets up Norman Osborn, a Spider-Man villain, versus Iron Man. It's kind of like Iron Man's on the run, and Norman Osborn, the bad guy, has all the resources of the government and is chasing after him. What Norman Osborn, first thing he does in office, he, pulls it, he tries to pull up the database and he types in, Spider-Man. <laughs> he wants to find out what the secret identities are of all the heroes, and he thinks that he has access to it. He's like, Spider-Man. Well, it's not going to give it to me. He just starts typing in all these heroes' names to find out their, their secret identities, so you know he can send the Thunderbolts after them to try and kill them. Um, Tony Stark, before leaving, puts in a fucking virus so that the second it does that, it starts wiping everything. Ah. Now, the only copy of the registration is, is in his head. So... Uh, he knows who's who. If you've come forward, Tony Stark knows who you are, but he's on the run. So maybe we see a storyline which is kind of like the Hulk. Maybe we'll see an Iron Man which is kind of like the Hulk. A guy on the run, and uh, maybe it'll be like a guest team book where, like, you know, a couple issues he'll be like, yo, me and Spidey hanging out because I know who he is. You know? Yeah. On the run. Be kind of fun. So Iron Man has now become like a premier superhero. So because of the movie and all that. We'll see how he's handled. Um, speaking of which, I was thinking this, and I was like, okay, they're making this Captain America movie. Marvel's making this Captain America movie. Captain America's dead. I give that character another year before they bring him back in the comics. I'm surprised they haven't already. Because think about it. Yeah. With a movie coming out, they're going to want Captain America to be back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how would they do it? 
he was shot. He's been dead. They've been keeping him dead really well for a long time. There's a new super. There's a new Captain America now. It's Bucky. How are they gonna keep it? Um, we'll just see. If it involves the cosmic cube, though, I think that's a cop out. Um, video games, guys. I'm just kind of going through video games. You, I've been playing a lot of Left 4 Dead. I gotta tell you guys, our very own Ben Dunn is playing a boomer in a short that you'll find if you Google Boomer's Day Off. This is Ben Dunn as a boomer yeah. looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> Zombie-filled apocalypse town. Uh, he is in love with a witch. If you guys play Left 4 Dead, you know what that is. And there's a hunter in it, right? It's a hunt. All of them are They're represented. all in there? They're all represented? This is a, a short that you're in. Yes. You're the main character, Mr. Dunn? Yes, I'm, nice. I'm the boomer. He is his boomer's day off. If you guys are into the Left 4 Dead video game, or video games in general, or if you're into Ben Dunn as I am, he's my favorite actor. Sorry, Johnny Depp. He's my favorite actor. Um, you guys should look for this boomer's day off. I just got to plug it, because, like, yeah. my motherfucking Ben Dunn, you know? Well, it's fun to do. You know, it's also a friend of the skate who Yeah, Michelle Osario. She, she directed this thing and wrote it, and uh, we want to support her. I got to tell you, man... I watched this Boomer's Day Off the first half. Talk about a blue ball, okay? Because it, like, it's a 10-minute short that they cut into two five-minute pieces. They're holding off on the second half. I want to see this shit. Yeah, because I'm watching this. All this shit happens. The okay. first half's just me. Yeah, it's so. him like like calling in sick. If you guys watch the video game, the Boomer's the one that you know is coming. He's the zombie you know is coming because in the distance you can hear this. Because <laughs> he, he pukes on you. Oh, I've seen I've played. So, you hear this. I'm not feeling so good. Like, Ben calls his work and goes, I'm going to have to take a day off. I don't feel so good. And as he gets off the phone, he's like, yeah, I'm not feeling good. Blah, blah, blah. I'm doing a bad... I'm actually doing a Ben as a zombie impersonation. How am I doing? Not good. Uh, so he... he, One, he you're way too skinny. Yeah. Let me tell you, that short <laughs> made me realize I need to lose weight. Ben, please. Oh, oh my God. Maximize your commercial ability first. Right. Um, so, so, so he goes through his day and he's like, yeah, I'm quitting and... There's this girl, she doesn't really notice me, and he gets shit out of the fridge, and he kind of has his own day, and he's going to walk over to her place, because she's upset. You know the witch. Yeah. In the game, she's always crying. <laughs> she's crying and stuff. So, scary. that's really? Boomer's Day Off. Boomer's Day Off. Boomer's Day, Boomer's day Off, and it yeah, stars... it's on YouTube, it's on Kill9, the new Kill9 site. Kill9.com? Yep. And that is that is Benjamin Dunn. You guys have been asking where they can see some more Ben Dunn acting. And our very own Thespian has his own series. So if you guys aren't watching it, you're full of shit when you say we want to see more Ben Dunn. Yeah, um, I gotta ask you, what's your take on this whole as a musician? What's your take on this whole rock band thing? I enjoy rock band. Actually, our drummer, the Rabbit, and myself play rock band quite a bit. So you call Ryland the Rabbit? Oh yeah. Does he play drums? He does. He's great. I mean, that's the thing. That's, that's the only... That's kind of cheating, though. That's the like, only the instrument in the thing that you actually learn to play if you play the game. Because he sits there, I mean, like, you know, he knows most of the parts. So, I mean, he plays on Expert, and he does really... I mean, he, he scores in the Why 90s. is there no real big fish on any of these? Yet? I don't know. I have a friend who actually works, uh, who... who he go, He's part of the promotional thing. Uh, okay. team for it that goes to colleges and goes to parties and hooks it up and stuff like that and the one thing people have asked for is more ska music more really fish, really actually. It's cool. yeah, I, want, I want a trumpet how do you do yeah, the yeah. upswings on the know. thing okay you, you can do that yeah like anything I mean I don't think those things are actually directionally sensitive are okay they? I don't know but that'd be cool if they were <laughs> but you would be in support of that oh yeah it's a paycheck yeah it's boom. a paycheck 
But but you play that. I, yeah. I would think that as a musician, you're like, dude, that shit ain't real. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I still have to pee real bad. I'm like, gonna that's cry. okay. I gotta pee too. But what we're we're through video games. <laughs> I mean, I mean, video games is a light week. After Christmas, the video games are almost done. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing out. When's the next big video game that's coming out? Oh, not until like March. I I'm. I don't a, even know what the next big video game. is. No, let me tell you. I'm I'm shooting. Skate two. Uh, Scott's doing music for one of my projects. We start shooting on Saturday, so I. I hope you guys get a new episode. You, you, we may have to miss an episode because we're shooting Saturday through Tuesday. That's usually when I do all my Geekscape stuff. I usually shoot Saturday, Sunday, and put it up Monday, Tuesday. So I don't know when you guys are going to get a new episode. You guys will get one episode over the two weeks that we're shooting this project. Hold tight. And um, you video game guys will, will see it because it's, it involves video games. Like, I don't know how much we can talk about it, but it's a video game thing. Uh, you're doing all the music. And uh, I just got to tell you guys, I told the producer we got to be done by January 24th because that's when the Grand Theft Auto 4 downloadable content shows up. Oh, yeah. I got to be ready to ride my bike in the Lost and the Damned. That's the first thing I'm looking forward to. And then in February, we get the DS one, Chinatown Wars. So that's what I'm looking forward to. As far as video games, the first of the year, I'm looking forward to that downloadable content. I'm really hoping that there's a new Left 4 Dead scenario that'll come out. Because I've played through Blood Harvest, I've played through No Mercy, I've got two more to play through, and by the time I'm done, I want my new freaking Left 4 Dead. Why don't you get online with that? Um, I actually don't have I uh, I don't know why. You play on the tour bus. Yeah, we play on the bus, so it's uh, kind of hard to... Okay. But I mean, like, but you know, know I, I have... Live. A... Uh, do you have Left 4 Dead? I don't have Left 4 Dead. I don't have oh, any money. I'm, I'm okay, an extra no. without any movies to be If anybody out there wants to get Ben Dunn Left 4 Dead, <laughs> email Ben Dunn. You're Ben at Geekscape.net. Ben at Geekscape.net. Hey, man, if you want to get this guy Left 4 Dead so we can run and, and work with him, let's do it. I love that game, and I'm on it. I haven't played with Gilmore yet, but I played with Graham. I played with Brandon Bales. I've played with a couple Geekscapists. Uh, and I'm gotten, I've gotten good at the game, so I've gotten He's better at the game. Well, we're hoping that he actually goes off like a boomer. I'm like, see how I don't want to be covered in. Urine. I'm stretching oh. shit out to see him pee on the on the internet. I mean, it's gonna make there, there's there's you know yeah. you crying. Um, so guys, I hope to have an episode up next week. It's a great shirt you have. Oh, oh yeah, we gotta talk about the shirt. <laughs> Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> the shirt says, "Let's dungeon." Those of you guys who've been keeping up with Ben's acting career know that Let's Dungeon is a line from a short Ben was in called E2 Grandmama Tambien. E2 Nana Tambien. It's a Let's Dungeon. This shirt can be found where? Uh, Gadzookfilms.com. Gadzookfilms.com. That's our friend Dom uh, Lumberjack uh, Zook. That's his website. He's making this shirt. I like this shirt. I'm going to wear it to the Real Big Fish concert tonight. It says Let's Dungeon has a Conan looking dude on it. It actually looks like Thundar. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh. Um, or Prince Adam with no, longer No, who's there. the guy? Who, 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 who's the dude with the uh, with the uh, Triceratops who shoots rocks? That was. That's Thundar, that right? Wasn't Thundar? Oh. I thought that's why I think. The, yeah, the Triceratops who had like eight legs. And he has got the ro the the, the yeah. rock throwing the, the ape. Goo thing. Yeah. Um. So you guys can get this at GedzikFilms.com. I like it. There's also a bunch of other ones. There's Garden Brains. There's Let's a sad Dungeon. Zombie. Dude, thanks for the shirt, Dom. You knew I was going to pimp it, so it was, a, it was a good move on your part. And I do enjoy the shirt. You know my color. Um, black chicks, that's my color. Um, guys, you can find us on myspace.com slash geekscapenet. If you're on Facebook, search for Geekscape. You can find us. We have a group. Become a fan. 
and uh, hang out with us. And uh, of course, what we if you got this web th- this episode, it means our Geekscape website's back. So Geekscape.net, we got forums on there. We've got Ben Dunn on there. We'll have Scott on there. You can come on anytime. Thank you. And let me tell you, call up and leave a message on the Geekscape hotline at the bottom of the screen. Too many numbers for me to remember, but it's at the bottom of the screen. Call up, leave your message. We can play it on the show and ridicule you endlessly. Um, We will now, now is the time of the show where we see Scott pee his pants. I am going to apply pressure to to his bladder. I swear it'll happen. Oh, it's a dangerous place to be. Until he pees. Oh, God. Are we seeing anything? No, not yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, literally, I'm literally, I'm literally pushing on, on your dick. <laughs> He's really pushing on my wiener. Is there, I'm yeah. seeing yellow yeah, rise up in our pupils. I got pee so bad I okay. can taste it. Okay, that is our episode for the week. Thank you, Scott, for being here. My pleasure. Oh, and if you want to hear some of the music that I'm doing on my own, you visit me at scottkloppenstein.ning, N-I-N-G, dot com. I was wondering if, you, if, that, you was, if to, that was releasable. If you know how to yeah, you can you can buy two of the tunes out there for ninety nine cents. Scott Kloppenstein. Dot Ning. Dot com. N i n g. Dot That's shit at the bottom of the yeah, screen. That, yeah. That's that is at the bottom yeah. of the screen. That's S c o t t k l o p f e n s t e i n. Dot n i n g. Dot c o n. It's at the bottom of the screen. Well, but then people listen to it. It's pee time. <laughs>